<laughs> welcome, welcome. It is another wild week on planet Earth. It's Tina Constant here and you've joined me on Waffle Free Storytelling. So because all of the waffle is right at the end, we can put our feet up and here's a story called Dawn Chorus. Now, Clarissa stood at the door of the hall like she always did. It was her job, you see, to escort the choir master and his choir into the building every evening as they arrived for rehearsal. She would take their hats and their coats and their orders for tea and honey, and then she'd watch as they took their places on the stage, waiting for the choir master to wave his baton and start the music. And every night, she begged the choir master to let her join in, but he always dismissed her and told her to get the tea and get the honey and take care of the coats and sweep the floor because that is what she is there to do. And so Clarissa did. And while she did what she was told to do, she listened hoping to learn, hoping to become worthy, hoping to be let onto the stage and be allowed to sing. Clarissa listened to every voice. She listened to every note and to every tune. And the more she listened, the more she heard. She heard the good notes and the bad notes. She heard the right notes and the wrong notes, the missing notes and the duff notes. And every day she tried to talk to the choir master to point out what she had heard and to show him that she was learning. But still, he would dismiss her. The music is mine, he would boom. My sound, my work, I own it. You have no right to an opinion. Then he would flounce off and instead of fixing the notes, he would hire more singers. Other singers. Never Clarissa. Soon the choir was 500 strong and the noise they made was a blanket of sound so thick it covered every duff off and broken note. And still, Clarissa worked, and she listened, and she did everything possible to earn her place. But no matter what she did, the choir master still dismissed her. So, as you can expect, she quietly and secretly began to look elsewhere for new sounds. She turned her attention to the music the world made. She listened to the wind and to the rivers, to the creak of the branches on the big oak tree. She listened to the rain, to her heartbeat, and she listened to every bird. And by the time the choir reached 1,000 large, Clarissa had stopped asking if she could join, because by then the choir had not only grown in number, but also in reputation, and the choir master had his sights set only on fame and glory. In fact, 
The choir's reputation had grown so big that the day came when an invitation arrived from a leader of a great nation inviting the choirmaster and his choir to deliver an exhibition concert for all the kings, the queens, dignitaries and power mongers of the world. It was to be the most celebrated event ever to take place. The venue was the most unique and the most prestigious and the choirmaster was ecstatic. The first person he called was Clarissa. The finest cloth, he said. I want my choir to be dressed in the best of cashmeres and silk. I want diamond cufflinks and tiara. I want color and beauty. I want splendor. I want carriages and teams of white horses. And so Clarissa got to work. Day and night, she prepared everything that choir needed to stand out as the most extraordinary centerpiece of the grand occasion. And the day came. The audience gathered and filled the seats. Kings and queens, popes and billionaires filled the boxes. Clarissa had done a magnificent job. Every detail had been thought through. Every inch of the venue shone and glistened. Then the choir stepped onto the stage and the audience hushed in wonder. Then the choir master stepped up to the podium and the audience gasped in awe. Then the choir master raised his baton and he stood perfectly still. The audience stared at the choir. The choir stared at the choir master. The choir master stared at Clarissa. It was then that Clarissa realized what had been left out between the silk, the diamonds and the gilded carriages. The music. The choir master had been so wrapped in the splendor of the event that he had forgotten to choose the music they would perform. The audience began to fidget. The audience began to snigger. But just before the audience began to laugh, a quiet hum filled the auditorium. Then the hum turned to a ripple, and then a hush. Then out of a corner came a tune, a songbird's tune. It was simple and it was perfect. And in a moment, everyone who heard it was transported to their favorite warm summer morning and the tune grew and swelled. The choirmaster waved his baton, but he didn't know the music. He didn't know where it was coming from. He didn't understand it. So he was forced to stop. As the songbird's melody blossomed, a young man at the back of the choir picked it up and became a lark, joining in with the songbird. 
Then the sopranos caught the melody and nightingales joined in. Then the tenors brought the cuckoos to the harmony, then the canaries, and then from somewhere in the back of the choir, a river rushed and thunder clapped, and the music quite without the choir master bloomed and blossomed and exploded through the entire night. The music rang out. It didn't pause. It didn't slow. It didn't stop until the sun came up on that grand venue the next morning. And when the audience woke from the trance that had swept them up rivers, over mountains, and through a lifetime of memory, the king stood on his feet and he cheered. That music, he cried. What is that music? I have to know where that music came from. I must have it. I must own it. And with the sun rising on her back, Clarissa stepped forward and took her place on the stage. That, she said, is the dawn chorus and it belongs to everyone. <laughs> there you go, folks. <laughs> That's it from Waffle Free Storytelling for today. Oh, gosh, what a time we're in. Oh, finding your place on your stage, standing up, never giving up. Oh, I don't know, we'll sit with that story for a little while and see what comes out of it. Uh, hey, in the meantime, brew yourself a mug of something just delicious. Uh, call a friend, go hug a family member, just find and be with the people you love. And uh, drop round to www.tinaconstant.com where you will find uh, the books and, and the shop and the storytelling podcast for kids. Go ahead, join in with that if you want to. And I will see you next week. There's all sorts of wild shenanigans <laughs> happening in the universe. And that's what Waffle Free Stories are all about. All right, have a grand one. See you next time. Bye-bye now. <laughs>